I prepared a message three weeks ago while I was in, in, the, in the plane. And I had no clue about uh, the regulations of Switzerland. I think this message is very prophetic, comes in the right season, in the right moment. The title is Seven Things I've Learned Through the COVID Pandemic. There are seven things I learned the last two years. And I want to give you some nuggets tonight about what I learned the last two years, actually. What I figured out is I have never seen so many division because of a virus to anyone you say, I know my family is divided or my friends are divided because of the COVID. Is there anyone who say, yeah, my friendship are not good anymore because of COVID? I have seen so many divisions because of COVID. I have seen so much confusion around the world about the gender topic. Uh, the world is really in a shaky season and it's not so easy actually to, to just stay and stand firm and just believe what you believe. And I think in a season like this, it's very important that you stay focused and to learn from Jesus. Jesus was also in a situation that was very shaky. But Jesus all, always said, I did what God said to me. Jesus was a listener. And I think it's very important that we're listening to the voice of the Bible and to the voice of Jesus Christ, not so much to the media, not so much to YouTube. It's important that your foundation is still what Jesus is saying and it's also the Bible, right? If not, we are like a sheep. The Bible says, you're like a sheep. I know when I say to Swiss people, you're like a sheep. Oh no, oh, I'm not a sheep. A sheep has a lot of characteristics. A sheep is super blind and a sheep is super stupid. Thanks God. But good news, a sheep is very good to hear. And if you just see what the world sees, then you're hunting the wrong thing. And here is a clip from YouTube that the sheep is hunting totally the wrong thing. <laughs> I saw that. Isn't that crazy? Hey, it's very important that you hear not only to see, and there's seven things what I learned as a sheep in Jesus Christ. Point number one, are you ready? Jesus is still the king. That hasn't changed and that will not change. And I read the whole in Jude, when you read that Bible, in Jude chapter 1 verse 20, the Bible says, build yourself up in your most holy faith. Jesus is still the king, whatever has happened, he's still in the lead, he's still in control. God is still the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. This has never changed. Why I'm saying this? Because I saw a lot of people the last two years, they walked around like, oh my gosh, the virus is so strong, so big, everyone is dying and all those things. And there were so much with fear. And fear comes never from God. Fear comes always straight from hell. And here's the point, often people think, if I'm following Jesus Christ, then I'm really happy, like happiness. Have you ever figured out where the word happiness comes from? I wrote it down for you. The word happiness comes from what happened. A lot of people say, what happened, then I'm happy. <laughs> if you build up your life on happiness, Jesus makes you happy. Wow, God bless you. Because life is not predictable. Even Jesus says, if you're following me, you will have a lot of troubles and problems because you believe in me. And that's not happiness. A lot of things happen in your past and they're not good. 
sometimes bad. Here's an explanation. Uh, some a year ago, uh, our oldest son he got married to a German lady. That happened, and this is, I will say, for us, this is happiness. Happened to a German girl is amazing. She, she can cook crazy, and the Germans are very good in saving because they don't swim like this. They swim like this. <laughs> Even they don't let the water go. This happens good, right? That's happiness. Happened something good, but only six days before my mom passed away because of COVID and what happened, it's not good. In one week, happiness, hallelujah. And before also, hallelujah. You see the difference? This will not make you happy because marriage, good, dead, not good. This year, I was on the Valentine's Day, we were on the beach, and uh, usually I preach on that Sunday, but I had no preaching, and uh, I said, I want to do a big surprise for my wife, because she's my Valentine. And that day, it was so windy. For all the sky servers, it was their day. They went out. Happiness is happened a lot of wind. But for me, that's my picture. This is only half of the picture because there was a tent, some flowers, roses and lights. The wind blew everything away. And it was so sandy. You had to be careful when you eat the chocolate that you eat the chocolate without sand. For the wind, for the skiters, it happened something good. For me, it's not so good. And here's my point. If you build up your life on happiness, it's always on a it and something happened in your life and you will never happy. And the Bible says in Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, and this was my slogan the last two years. Whatever happened, whatever regulations we had, I said, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Not the joy of the situation, not the joy of happiness, not the joy of what happened, good or bad. The joy of the Lord is a person, and that person is still the King Jesus Christ, and that Jesus is still living inside of me. He's still the King. Second thing, what I learned the last two years is the Spirit is still within me. I had the biggest booster ever. <laughs> Sorry to use those words. The biggest booster is still the Holy Spirit. And it only not, will not last for months, it lasts forever. In Jude chapter 1, verse 20 says, And praying in the Holy Spirit. Never stop praying in the Holy Spirit. That means in a crisis like this, in every crisis, there's always opportunities. Do you know that? In a crisis, if you're smart, investing right, you get super rich. But a lot of people are, they're afraid in a time of Christ, oh, I don't invest because I can lose. No, you can only win if you are really smart. And here's the point. Many years ago when we started our church, our church exploded in the beginning. I remember we were 1,000 people after five years and we had no clue why, but <laughs> just growing. And then God gave me a word to the Holy Spirit. You are blessed to be a blessing. God says, from now on, you don't judge anything for no preaching, for nothing. You give away everything for free. And I said to God, why? He said, the small churches, they need some resources, right? But they don't have the money to buy the resources. 
The big church, they're producing the resources and they don't need your resources. But the small churches, they need your resources and don't judge them, give away everything for free. And more than 20 years ago, we made the decision, we gave away everything for free. Through a word from the Holy Spirit, we created a, a platform called Equip. And that Equip, you can download everything, multimedia, slides, props, videos, everything. You take out the ICF logo, you put in your own church logo, and you copy everything right. And it's for free. And here's the point. We are blessed to be a blessing, and when you spend money, when you give the tithe, you are a part of blessing all the churches around the world. And that's a big thing for us. And here are two pastors. They want to share with us why the Equip platform, the word from God gave me to me, was so important for them. I love ICF Equip because sometimes when you feel uninspired, story of my daily life, you go to this website and have an overview of so many good content and so many creative stuff, which is the best way to start your message preparation. Thank you, ICF. We as a church in the startup phase, we are so thankful for a platform like Equip, where every time we have a question, we can simply just uh, ask Equip what to do. <laughs> Come on, this is uh, your applause because with your money, you make this possible, right? This is your applause. Give yourself your applause. Give yourself a hand. This is really, <laughs> really important. Why I'm telling you this? In a crisis, listening to the Holy Spirit for everyone. And then God gives you a word. That word can be something super small. Remember, in the beginning when COVID hit, I was in the worship like you guys and I heard again the word from God. All the books now you're writing, do this with volunteers. And we wrote the book, A Prayer Like Never Before, also translated in English. And also our worship series, songs are written to a volunteer team. It's always a team. And those books, we don't have um, a platform anymore. We've sold by ourselves from the very first time. And it was a volunteer book. And me and all the worshipers, we don't get nothing. It all belongs to the church. And God said, hey, do this, change it. And that book and that city, we sold like never before. And it got so rich in the last 18 months with the books. Amen? Can I hear an amen? <laughs> and I said, God, what should we do with the money? And again, God gave me a word, and this word is important for the church, that now invest in the next generation. You take all the money you earned from the book and the CDs, and you're doing two things. You start a second worship style for the Sunday evening, a different worship style for the young generation, and you invest those money to produce new songs. And the second thing, start writing kids' books and also kids' audio books. And when if you're selling on the market, you will not earn anything. That means with all the books we are earning, we use the money to be a blessing because God has blessed us to be a blessing. And that's why this, those two things is important for you guys. Ask and listening to the powerful word of the Holy Spirit. Point number three, what I learned. Now comes my favorite. God is still in control. <laughs> Do you know that? He's still in control. In Jude chapter 1, verse 21, keep yourself in God's love. Why in God's love? And here's my point. I never get frustrated or 
confused because God has always the last word. Always. Do you know that? There's not one person in the Bible whom God has given up. Do you know anyone? God says, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm too hot for you. God has never given up anyone. People have given up God. But God has never given up people. And here's the point. Even though when the virus hit, was my question, is this a curse or a punishment from God? This was my question in the beginning. And here's things, I'm a theologian. I studied the Bible and said, I was wondering, is this a curse from God, yes or no? And I figured out, do you want to hear the answer? In the Old Testament, the people of God always prayed, God, protect us from viruses. Don't punish us with viruses. And a virus is, was always a punishment from God to shake the people, that people turn back to God Almighty. But when you preach this in our days, we say, oh no, God is only a God of love. No, sometimes God allows things to happen. This is like an awakening call for the body of Christ. When God has done nothing, means there must be a reason. And I figured out a lot of people in Europe, especially in Europe, we get so lukewarm. We're living a luxury lifestyle. We have everything. We can go to the cinema. I love cinema, especially James Bond. We can go to the... We can travel, right? We can go to good restaurants. All those things, it's for us normal. And I don't say it's only bad, but sometimes we have so many blessings and we lose and forget who is the blesser. And he's still God. What I learned in those two years, if you're not able to stand, then fall down on your knees. Because when you're on your knees, you figure out, I cannot help myself. And the Bible says, the brokenhearted, God is near. And what, what does it mean to be near? Because when you're in a situation like you hit rock bottom or you're standing in front of a huge mountain, you cannot help yourself anymore, right? But on the knees, I'm in the position, God, you are near. And the word near means that all the miracles in your life, it's nearer than you think it is. All the miracles are so near. It can be your wife helps you out, your small group. All the miracle is in this house. We had never a guy outside of the church say, oh, God spoke to me, I give one million to the church. No, it was always you. In every building we build and everything, the money was always in the house. The miracle is always in the house. And I remember when COVID hit, we did online celebrations. We reached thousands of people. We planted 25 micro churches. And here's the point. You know who did this in the beginning? In the beginning, Susanna, Pastor Susanna, myself, Michael, and all the people on the staff. We did the online as well. We are not pros in online. And people often think, oh, you have so many employees. They did the jobs. No, it was always us. But after nine months, we felt, yeah, and after nine months, COVID is over. We felt like nine months and it's over. No, flipping flip, two years. And we said, we need an online pastor. And remember, we prayed to God. We don't know anyone who can do this because everyone in our team had already too much load. And we had no, no one. And then a guy who sits always on that corner, a 
the couples, every Sunday morning, 9.30 is there. They heard that. And the miracle is always near. Near, it's there. They said, yeah, we know a couple. They, they have a ministry in Australia, but they cannot go into Australia anymore because of COVID. The border is closed to them. They need a new job, I know them. And he, they connected us with a couple who was before in Australia. We had a meeting, we felt there's a connection, and now we hired them, and now they became our online pastor, Pat and Sarah Cleavert. The, the miracle is always near. It's just in that corner. That's the point. God is with the miracle always near. The fourth thing what I learned is the gospel is still saving. Do you know that? The gospel is still saving. I love that. In Jude chapter 1 verse 21, and as you wait for the mercy of your Lord Jesus to bring you to eternal life. And what I love about, I don't like, I don't like COVID. Just want to be clear. I don't like COVID. But there's one thing, it freaked me out. Because in the creation, God creates something. The devil steals the creation and all of a sudden it's the devil's topic. To a example, uh, um, God created sex, right? That means we Christians, we are the best in sex. Yeah, because it's our creation. Woohoo! Yeah, come on. Always, and I speak about people, oh, what? It's best. Leo spoke about sex. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. No, we are the best because God created the sex for you and me. But the devil steals the topic, turns around and makes the topic perverse. And also it's a topic from the world and the Christians are, yeah, you're not good in sex. Another example is music. God invented music. The devil steal music and now it's the music becomes to the world. And in the church we sing like, come on, my Lord, come on, right? The devil steals all this creation, right? And now listen, is <laughs> the point. The Bible says when the gospel is teached to the ends of this earth, to the unreached people, then Jesus Christ will come back for the second time. Have you ever heard that? I was thought, how can this happen? Now there is an island in the Arazon Islands, Corvo, in the Atlantic Ocean. 400 people living there. They were like a bubble during COVID. Not one person had COVID. Not one. They were like a bubble, like we're in an island. There is no such thing as COVID. Now comes the point. I always flip out. In January this year, they had the first case. One person on the island had COVID. COVID reached that island. <laughs> you don't get the point. That means is a virus is able to reach the most bubbled island on earth is a message when the devil can do that with a virus, the gospel will build be spread even though on that island. This is prophetic. <laughs> because if virus can do that, God can do this with the gospel too. 
There's no limitations for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I will not give the devil the glory. God belongs all the glory. Amen. <laughs> Next point, the church is still essential. Judge, uh, Ju Jude 1 verse 22. Be merciful to those who are in doubt. And around the world, I figure out a lot of people that ask the question, do you still need some churches? I can do my faith alone. And I think we are created for relationships. And here's my favorite story, the last 18 months, a really touching story. We, had a, we have a micro church in Liberia, you know that story? And that picture always brought me to tears because we prepare a preaching series. We're doing this for more than 25 years, you know? We are pros, you know? Very cool. But that dude is so happy. Check out his face, he's so happy. I can paint my own prop. And then they had the first microchurch. And here's a picture of the microchurch. You say, ah, yeah, of course. The word microchurch means micro. <laughs> yeah, it means petit, small, petit. Two weeks ago, that microchurch who watches online. Next picture. Grew like crazy. Let's give God a big round of applause. <laughs> Stories after stories after stories. And this morning I got a text message from a guy who lives in Elguna. This is in Egypt by the sea. He said, Pastor Leo, I want to start a microchurch there. I said, oh my gosh, I will coach you. Hey, God has opened up new doors how we can do church. And for those people, they need relationship and connections. And I'm so glad if God can use my awesome English for, for Liberia, there is no limitations. <laughs> That's the moment you start to laugh, yeah. <laughs> so the next one I learned that in the last two years, Satan is still deceiving. That has not changed, unfortunately. He's still the old soccer. In Jude chapter 1 verse 23, Save others by snatching them from the fire. And sometimes there's a season where the devil sneaks in and deceives people with the wrong things. And one thing what hit me the last two years, the most, the most often people ask me this amazing question. They never ask me, how do you do? That's, that's good, solid Swiss question. They never ask me, how do you do? They always ask me, Pastor Leo, I have a question. Are you vaccinated? Yes or no? Do you have a certificate? What? What? What's wrong with you? Everyone asks me this question all the time. Who cares if I'm vaccinated or not? I'm a child of the Most High God. And if I have a vaccination, cool for me. If not, cool for me. It's anyhow cool. What's the flipping point? It was more than a question. It was a question. If you're not vaccinated, you are a murderer. You kill people. It's like, really? I'm a murderer? The sick people are the good people and the healthy people are the sick people. What's wrong with us? And here's my point, especially in Switzerland. This is a big topic. Of course, if you're going to Asia or other places, that's not even a question. But here is my point. That's not the main question. 
The main thing must be the main thing and the main thing is still the main thing because the main thing is not my health check. The main thing is still Jesus Christ. He's the center on planet Earth. Amen? Hey, if I will say go and do vaccination, I will lost one third of the Swiss people. Yes, sorry. We are not an Asian church, we're a Swiss church. Culture is different, sorry. What should I do? I have Swiss people. They're stubborn like the people of God, yeah. And if I say, don't do vaccination, then I would lose two-thirds of the other people say, you're crazy. I can only lose. As was never my job as a pastor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a virologue. I'm just a theologue, but a good one. Amen. I don't go there. So in closing, what I learned the glory of God is still coming. It hasn't changed. In Judge chapter 1, verse 23b, the others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the closing standing by corrupt flesh. And I think it's very important that we stand strong and firm and we know what you're doing. The glory of God is still coming. Hey, I want to close with a second clip from a sheep. Sometimes God saves us, right? But then COVID is over. And I hope you will not do the same mistakes again. Huh? So here is one of my favorite clips of all. Потяни сейчас там. Вверх потяни. Ой, умничка, Риад, умничка. Ногу не сломай, ты же к нему. Умничка, умничка. За обе ноги. Молодец, Риад. Умничка, умничка. Все, операция удалась. No, no, please, please, please learn, be a learner, be a learner, don't do the same mistakes again. In closing, I will repeat it, Jesus is still King, the Holy Spirit is still with me, God is still in control, the gospel is still saving, the church is still essential. Satan is still deceiving, so sorry, it's never changed. And the glory of God is still coming. This is what I learned the last two years. Whatever happens, that God is still in control and is still absolute good and faithful to us as a church. I would love in closing to take the Lord's Supper together because I felt so many divisions and confusions around the church. You don't have to be agree about anything. But let's be agree about Jesus Christ. And that's the Lord's Supper on, on, um, on your chair is the, the small, healthy, small Lord's Supper. Just take it. And if you're watching online in microchurch in Liberia, let's get ready for the Lord's Supper. And I want to ask you, can we stand for a moment? Because I believe when we take the Lord's Supper, something happens in your body, in your soul, and in your mind, when Jesus took the last supper, he took the bread and said, this is my bread, that's the body. 
And he broke the bread and he delivered the bread and says, eat, this is my flesh in remembrance of me. Now when you take the bread, remind yourself that Jesus Christ died on the cross on my behalf. He died for all my sickness, for all my needs, and for all my challenges, and He is my healer. Just take the piece of bread, remind yourself that Jesus is my healer. He heals my soul, heals my spirit, and also my body. And I want to pray for everyone of each of one. For those maybe that had COVID and you suffering of long COVID. Or you felt like the spirit of fear hit you so hard. I pray right now, God, you are a healer. Just speak one word. And me and my house, we are saved. And me and my house, we are complete restored, complete healed. And I command right now that the spirit of sickness, the spirit of brokenness, the spirit of loss, the spirit of always finding the wrong partner, I kick that evil spirit in the name of Jesus Christ out from you. It's not belonging to you anymore. You are healed and redeemed and restored to the power of Jesus Christ who died on that cross, the biggest love ever. Heal also those people that are super disappointed. Those people that are super confused. And we kick out the spirit of division we are not divided, we are united. Because there's one name, and that name is Jesus Christ. There's no other name than the name of Jesus who saves people. Then Jesus took the, the wine, and now you can take the small cup, and he said, that's my blood shared for you guys. And every time when you drink that wine and blood, remind yourself about my forgiveness. And just drink it. And every time when I drink that wine or I say to my veins, the blood of Jesus is running to my veins. My heart is beating in the same heartbeat like Jesus' heartbeat. And I am strong. I am happy because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And God is still in control. Every obstacles I can jump over it because in me there is so much power, potential and energy and I never walk alone. God is my shepherd and I'm his sheep. He is leading me and guiding me. He blesses me, He protects me in every single step I take. 
I start proclaiming the truth of God over my life. Because I don't deserve what I did, I become the grace of God. It's undeserved. It's big and huge. And right now, just proclaim the thoughts of God over your life. Say, I am so blessed. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The gates of hell cannot overcome the church. God has still the last word. Coronavirus cannot stop me of starting my own business, cannot stop me to get married. And I'm not a victim. The victorious spirit lives in me. Let's sing this song together as a statement right now for your own journey. Sing this over your life, proclaim it. We need a fresh wind, come on. Hey, thanks for watching. Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye